It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. With us now, Bill Malugin, national correspondent for Fox News, based out of L.A., but he spends a lot of time at the border, of course. Bill, welcome back to the show. Hey, Guy. Thanks for having me. I would like to set up our conversation about the border crisis. And honestly, I don't even know where to begin because there's so much to get to this week and today. So let's start here. It's a flashback soundbite. April of 2021, President Biden, who was sitting at the time for an interview with NBC News. He doesn't really do interviews anymore, but he did at the time. Craig Melvin asked him about the border crisis. This was more than a year ago, April 2021. And here is how the president responded. Listen to cut 23. In April alone, Mr. President, 170,000 people, migrants, apprehended at the border. It's a 20-year record. There are 22,000 unaccompanied children in our country right now. That's a a record. That sounds to most folks like a crisis. Well, look, it's way down now. We've now gotten control. Way down, we've now gotten control. That was after the March numbers in 2021, which were roughly 172,000 encounters at the border. Biden said it's way down. He's downplaying this notion that it was a crisis. And, quote, we've now gotten control. Okay. Fast forward to yesterday, where we got our first look at the May of 2022 numbers. Biden said that 172,000 was under control more than a year ago. What were the numbers last month, Bill? I believe it was 239,416, which is the highest number in DHS history, breaking the record, which was set last month in April, which was 234,000, which broke the record for March, which was 221,000. So, The last three months in a row have all been record-breaking months, and uh, May being the highest at nearly 240,000, which uh, I'm glad you were playing those old sound bites because you remember Kamala Harris said this time last year that, quote, extreme progress was being made at the border as well, and the administration's own numbers reflect that the opposite is true down here. Yeah, they had 172,000 apprehensions last March. Biden said, great progress, we've got it under control. And now the record was shattered last month, almost 240,000 apprehensions. It's I know we do these segments basically monthly, Bill, and we go through these numbers and it's like sometimes we're banging our forehead against a brick wall because it seems like the people in charge genuinely do not care about any of this. They don't want to talk about it. They're rarely asked about it. It just keeps going in these communities. And the communities are feeling it. I mean, this deep blue Democratic border district just flipped red for the first time in like, you know, a hundred years. And maybe that will start to get people's attention because Hispanic communities at the border are tired of what they're seeing. And yet in Washington, D.C., it's just sort of a total lack of urgency, if not an endorsement of what's happening at the border. Put that number into more perspective, 240,000 in May of 2022 alone. 
What does that bring the total up to in the fiscal year or in the Biden presidency? Because these numbers add up. Yeah, since October 1st, there have now been more than 1.5 million illegal crossings. So that's the beginning of fiscal year 2022, October 1st, October through May, more than 1.5 million. So just to put that in perspective, that's bigger than the populations of Boston and Seattle combined together. That's also a 65% increase over the same time in fiscal year 2021. Uh, which was about 930,000 at the time. So 65% increase. Which was a record, right? It was, it yeah, was already a record. Was a, exactly. It was a record-setting year, and we are now 65% higher than that record-setting year at that point in time. As we explain whenever we run through the numbers, the 240-some-odd thousand illegal immigrants who were detained at the southern border last month alone that number does not include any of the gotaways. And there are two categories of gotaways, known gotaways, where our people detect folks coming across the border but don't have the wherewithal, the manpower, the resources to go get them. But they're at least detected on sensors or they're seen, but they escape into the country. Those are known gotaways. Those are tabulated. Unknown gotaways are impossible to tabulate. People who sneak in totally undetected we can't really qualify or quantify how many of those exist, but sticking with what we can, the known gotaways, that number is not included in the monthly totals. I see on Twitter, you've been talking to some of your sources. What's the estimate on known gotaways last month, just last month? Just last month, there were more than 50,000. And since October, there have been more than 440,000. Um, so you do the math on that. That's about 55,000 a month since October. And when you combine it with the known gotaways from fiscal year 2021, which was about 390,000, uh, since the beginning of fiscal year 2021, we have now had more than 800,000 known gotaways at our southern border, more than 800,000. And that's while the administration is claiming they have, quote, operational control of the border. And I think if you go back even a little bit further, right, you're you're getting close to a million here. I mean, it's just an extraordinary number, 50,000-plus a month. That's a sold-out Yankee Stadium. That is a capacity crowd at Yankee Stadium every single month of just known gotaways entering the country. Some unknown number of unknown gotaways on top of that. And then you have the people who were actually stopped and captured – Many of them are just processed and released into the country, Bill. What do the numbers look like on that month to month? So in May, uh, according to a DHS court filing we just got today, uh, they released more than 95,000 illegal immigrants into the country just in May alone. Um, pretty, pretty staggering numbers. So I think it's safe to say that between those that were released by U.S. officials plus the known gotaways, plus the unknown gotaways, it's at least 150,000 people in one month who entered the country. And those who were released, they are pending court dates in the future. We know the numbers disputed the exact percentage, but a large percentage of those people never show up for their court dates. They will, they will insist, and they have, over and over again, that the border's secure, they have operational control. As Biden said more than a year ago, we've gotten control. We do not have open borders. 
if you have 150,000 people entering the country illegally and being released or just escaping into the American interior on a monthly basis, effectively, that is just open borders. I don't know what else to call that, Bill. Yeah, and, and that you're exactly right. And again, it, it highlights that, you know, Secretary Mayorkas just testified to Congress that they have operational control of the border. Both the numbers do not reflect that. As you mentioned, hundreds of thousands of people coming across every month. You can't have 55,000 gotaways every single month and claim to have control of the border. As you mentioned, that is Yankee Stadium filled up every night. 800,000 since fiscal year 2021. I mean, and it's a statistical certainty that there are going to be hardcore criminals mixed in with that, possibly people on the terrorist database, because the gotaways are the people who do not want to be caught. They're not giving themselves up for whatever reason. They do not want to turn themselves in and be caught by U.S. law enforcement, so they're willing to go far out of the way to get out of the way sometimes. And that's a major concern when we have all these, you know, you and I have talked about it until we're blue in the face, but when you have all these family units and big groups coming across, it sucks Border Patrol units off the front lines, and they are not out there to patrol. And one of the things I remember, too, is that remember when President Biden held that press conference right at the start of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, he said as part of that that press conference, we need to secure the border. It was one of the few times he addressed the border. He said, you know, we need to re redouble down and secure the border. Ever since he made those comments, the numbers have shot up to the highest in U.S. history over and over and over. They've done absolutely nothing to secure the border. It's only gotten significantly worse. Just a few days ago, Bill, the border czar from this administration, the vice president, Kamala Harris, she was prattling on about root causes again. This is one of the only things that they can talk about. It was some public-private partnership for funding to address root causes in a handful of countries known as the Northern Triangle. This is sort of the veneer that they put on. This is what they do to play act, that they're trying to do something about the border crisis. Oh, we're going to tackle the root causes in these countries. Well, I saw a Washington Post reporter who today revealed that of the numbers in the month of May, which we've just gone through, huge numbers, only 21% of those encounters were from the root causes countries. So 80%, four out of five of these encounters at the border, not counting, as we mentioned, the gotaways, 80% of them are from other places. I mean, it, it's, it seems just imbecilic and insulting to keep focusing on root causes like that's meaningful at all. You can't address root causes in 150-plus countries. Yeah, exactly right. And the critics will tell you that the root cause of the border crisis is the administration itself because of all the pull factors, the fact that migrants know if they just get here, they will likely be released into the country. That is the biggest draw for them right now. Under President Trump, they knew he was hardcore you know, border security, building the wall, separating families, remain in Mexico, agreements with third-party countries, and the numbers dropped to historic lows for a reason. As soon as Biden took office, really before he took office, when he was doing the debates, we all remember what he said. It, you know, we need to surge the border. People need to have a chance to request asylum. We need to surge the border. And then lo and behold, as soon as he takes office, these numbers start shooting up like a rocket ship over and over and over. And you're exactly right. It initially started off as predominantly those Northern Triangle countries, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. Now it's expanded to basically everywhere on the globe, more than 130 different 
countries. We get Chinese people out here sometimes, countries in Africa I'd never even heard of before. I had to Google, like Mauritania, Eritrea. I saw today in this Washington Post story there's been a big jump in migrants from Turkey, India, and Russia, among other places. Like, this is where people are coming. They're paying huge money to the drug cartels in Mexico who control this. $100 million a week plus they're making on human trafficking alone. It's a booming business for them. They come to the southern border and they come in. That's what's happening over and over again. And a lot of these people know, based on the Biden administration announced policy that's being challenged in court, they aren't going to get deported. I mean, even if they get convicted of additional crimes in various categories, Mayorkas has said they don't want to deport them. That's not reason enough to deport people. Certainly not just being here illegally. You can come here illegally, come into the country, get convicted of DUI or assault, and you still don't get deported. That is the policy. That is the root cause of all of it. And on and on it goes. And, yep. I mean, this will only be stopped when there's a change in leadership. I mean, that's unfortunately the reality here because the people running the show right now not only don't care about this, they seem to want this. They seem to be in yeah. favor of this. I don't know what any other explanation could be. Bill, on that front, I do want to ask you, this is related, and you had some uh, original reporting on this just a few days ago. Going back to the whole whipping smear against some of those Border Patrol officers last year with the Haitian migrants coming across the river and there was just misinformation that spread like wildfire that they were whipping these illegal immigrants while they were on their horses, whipping them. And the president embraced the smear. He repeated the lie. He promised that they would be punished for what they did. He called it outrageous. And then they were just sitting there in purgatory for like nine months. The investigation very quickly showed that it was a lie. That did not happen. There were reins that they were using to control their horses. They were not whipping anyone. The photographer who took the images that spread the misinformation, he said there was no whipping. Months and months later, they leaked out that these agents were not going to be criminally prosecuted or charged, which should have been obvious. They did not commit any crime. But then you learn this week that it looks like they're going to try on some level to get these guys on something, some sort of administrative infraction or something along those lines. You had the president prejudicing the investigation before it even started, declaring them guilty of something before any facts came in, vowing that they would be punished. And wouldn't you know it, DHS, many months later, looks like they're going to try to find some sort of excuse to keep the president's promise. Number one, what can you tell us about what this might look like, what what these allegations are, what the agents might be able uh, to, to do about it? And is there any sense that there could be actual justice here for these guys? Because they've been smeared repeatedly, and it seems like now the bureaucracy is trying to codify that smear in some way in order to appease the president's political rhetoric. Yeah, it, from what I'm hearing from my sources, it sounds like these guys are going to get railroaded. So what I'm hearing is it's going to involve a few of these horseback agents and that the CBP OPR, which stands for Office of Professional Responsibility, uh, is preparing to hand down discipline slash punishment to several of these horseback agents for administrative violations. What that means, we don't know yet. We don't know what they're going to be accused of. We, As you mentioned, we know they were cleared criminally, but it sounds like CBP, DHS is going to hit them 
on administrative violations. I'm told the agents are in the process of being notified, and this is going to happen any day now, and that the agents will have a chance to respond. Uh, CBP will come to them with proposals for discipline. Then the agents have two options. They can either accept the discipline or they can fight it. And the Border Patrol Union says they are going to defend these agents vigorously throughout this process. We're just waiting for the shoe to drop to find out what kind of discipline they're proposing and what yeah, what are they dreamed of? Yeah, what are these alleged violations that they've come up with? Because we've all seen the well, video, we've all seen the clips. They were simply doing their jobs. I hope they fight back very hard on this. This is politicized. That I mean, it reeks of politics. The president made his judgment before there was any investigation. Now they're just backfilling. That's what this looks like to me. And you have an administration more interested in punishing border agents who are already demoralized than punishing illegal immigrants or stopping them. I mean, it is just absolutely backwards. And I'm generally a pretty moderate person on immigration, but they are radicalizing me into a hawk because this is just madness. Bill Malugin is one of the few reporters nationally covering this on a regular basis down at the border for Fox News. Bill, we always appreciate it, frustrating as it may be. Pleasure to join you, Guy. Thanks for having me. That was this week's edition of the Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.